everyone. Welcome out to episode 203 of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast. Uh, we have Jerome Wetzel uh, on the show this week. And uh, matter of fact, he's here now, which is pretty cool. Because usually we don't have you in the o- these opening bits. But that's okay, because... It's been a while. It's been a while I mean, since the opening bit, I think. Yeah, it used to be in the opening bits, but it's yes. been quite a while. a while. And now, and, and even since we started the new, you know, oh, we're, this is where we, you know, whatever in the opening, mm-hmm. which is we because we don't really do that anymore, it's now, this is the first time, we, so congratulations, how, how does Thanks. that make you feel? Uh, I feel happy. And how does that relate, how does that relate to your mother? Uh, I don't know. I'm going on a weird psychiatrist, but clearly clearly here in the episode. In the episode, yeah. Right. Um, So uh, we talk about some cool things. I think we talk about Psych, The Walking Dead, Suits, uh, the Oscars, uh, Bowser Galactica, Blood and Chrome, and the Walk. I think it's the Walking Dead, right? So there. But yeah, you talk about twice. So Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, which we'll include all that in the show notes. Um, find out who has different views on what shows. There might be we a, have very different views on a couple of them. On, on, on a couple of them, so find out what those are. But uh, uh, we have to do this here. But really quick, uh, these fine uh, indivi- these fine companies that are sponsoring our show. Um, first off is uh, Audible.com, you know, which is really cool. over one hundred thousand titles to choose from. That's right, and for your something an MP3 player, uh, right. iPod, 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 an MP3 player. There you go. Sign up for. See, you, you're like a good mimic. You just go. I I, I heard. Finish the last I, part. Finish the last part. You're sign right. up for a fourteen free day trial or fourteen day free trial at www.audibletrial.com/slash/goodbadgeeky. You will get a free audio book. Now, see, this is, it's like it's unscripted right there, even though it clearly is for you. Well, bit. sort of. It's I did stumble over a couple of the words. But. Yeah, but Audible.com, over 100,000 titles to choose from. And then we also have our, our other sponsor, which uh, we know this one really well, I think. TheTVKing.com. Um, the TV King dot com. I love that. Has we should do that. Yeah, you know, every, every time I point to you, the TV King dot com has plenty of reviews, uh, uh, links to find the shows you want to buy or watch online, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It has news as well, acquisitions, cancellations, and uh, and of course, uh, what's that thing that we do? Well, it's really more you at this point. Reviews, review, yeah, reviews, and it lets so, you pick your shows. You can set a custom schedule. It's really kind of a one-stop shop for it, your TV needs. It really is. It's pretty damn awesome. And also, I love it. if you want any updates, of and it's it British, updates. so if you're like Downton Abbey. I mean, it's got all the American shows on it too. But if you're like, oh yeah, you know, it's the, the if you're one of those Anglophiles who loves British stuff, even though you're American, right. or you know, you could be Japanese. I don't know who's listening to this podcast. You gotta but. be careful. You could be turning Japanese, but that's okay. Uh, Nothing against our Japanese. Members. But anyway, if anyway. you're if you want to know anything TV, go to thetvking.com. And uh, also, if you go to Twitter, you can get all your updates on the website at the TV King. Ah, yes, yes. So uh, check that out and talk to him on Twitter. He'll respond. Oh he's yeah, cool. Chris. His name is Chris. He's a pretty cool guy. Or because he Chris is the TV King. Dot com. It doesn't work. Uh, no, it doesn't work. That's doesn't okay. Work but uh, yeah, go go to the TV King. Dot com for all that stuff. And uh, so check those. Check our sponsors out. Thank you very much, uh, you guys, for sponsoring our show. And here's episode 203 of The Good, The Bad, The Geek. Woo! Oh, me. Jerome Wetzel TV. A- a- at Jerome Wetzel, Wetzel TV. TV. No, Jerome Wetzel dot com. Jerome, but uh, on Twitter, it's at Jerome Wetzel TV. But it's... The TV King. Dot com. No, 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 no. With you, though, it's... Jerome Wetzel? Dot com. Oh, ah, okay. I see. Jerome Wetzel. Yeah. Dot com. No, no, no. Stop that. Okay. Anyway, we're just going to stop now. We're rambling. Yeah.
Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted, otherwise, in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. Because we had our taxes back. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, I, that's good for you. I'm glad you had such a great week. Are you recording now? Yes, I'm oh, recording okay, now. Okay. Because I sent mine in the same day that you sent yours in, and mine is still being processed. When did you send yours in? Uh, the morning of the 15th. Is that a Friday? Yes. Yeah, mine was sent on Friday. Well, actually, I'd already filed it like two weeks before that with TurboTax, like the first weekend in February, but they said they couldn't... The federal government wouldn't accept it yet because of my education deductions. Those were still on hold. Right. And so I got the notice on the 15th that it had been accepted. So, I don't know. Maybe there was some time to take it. I got my notice on... Oh, you got your notice on the 15th it was accepted. Yes. Well, no, I got my notice on the 15th that it was submitted to the government. I got my notice on the following Monday that the notice was accepted. Okay, so that's when mine was. So I and I got paid on Friday. I was supposed to get paid this Monday, but it actually came on Saturday, two days early. I, mine came in. My my state government already came in. I didn't do my state yet because the dispatch it. said that they hadn't figured out the education deductions yet, and I could get a bigger refund if I wait a couple weeks so they sort out the state crap. Okay. Because Congress pushed all these things to January this year, it screwed everything up, and they're behind on what they can accept and what deductions count. And see, I hear that... I, well, I told my father that th- my mm-hmm. dad was like, you know, this has nothing to do with education. I don't right. know what this would have to do with me. He goes, there are some other bills that are affecting what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's poppycock. But that might be one of the reasons why mine's being held up. Because it could be. There were, depending on what deductions you took, certain deductions weren't being accepted early. They didn't accept anybody until February this year, which usually they start accepting on January 1st. So... It was, they're a little screwed up this year, but I got mine back and we paid off the stupid Suzuki Forenza car, got to lower that insurance to liability only, which will save us like, between the car payment and the insurance, like $450 a month. Just like that. Um, And then we bought a sound bar for the TV, I got brand new shoes so water doesn't leak in the bottom anymore. Man, things are looking up, things are looking up for all this. I paid some bills, yep. Yeah, Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon would... Talk about the shoes, for sure. And blurred. Oh, my God. She would talk about food. She would, eat, she would go to Outback. We did go to Kroger and drop over $300 on groceries. Isn't that a nice feeling every once in a while? I've not done that in a while because I've been picking out on going out to eat. Mm-hmm. But, so I met my girlfriend for lunch today at, mm-hmm. at school, which is so weird. Like, the half hour goes by so fast. Oh, yeah. But... Um, did you eat school lunch? No. Uh, I was, sort of wanted to, but apparently barely any of the teachers there do that. I'm um, sure. People, adults don't tend to like school lunches. I mean, if it's Pickerington, Pickerington has great school lunches, but... Um, it's, uh, Pickerington's an area where we're from, but... Uh, yeah, it's a, like, up, 
it's a nice suburb. Yeah, nice doesn't mean yeah. It's it's a rich suburb. No, it's not rich like Upper Arlington or um, uh, New Albany. Which, if you're around the Columbus area, it's you like know exactly right. No, about, it's but. middle, but it's like upper middle. We're like it's like Studio City compared to Los Angeles. I have no idea what that means. It's Buffalo to New York. I have no idea what that means. Oh, come, oh my God! Seriously, you, you don't know enough about general like cities. Of Buffalo is a nope. modestly big town. Nope. That that I'm surprises sorry. me, considering that the guy who. Almost word for word told me on the last episode, Stephen Hawking's thoughts on why God doesn't exist. And yet, you know something so deep and philosophical and... I care about that. that. I don't care about the cities in New York. I don't care about the cities (laughs) in New York either, but I know enough that Buffalo is is notable enough to be known. Right. And then there's New York City, which is fucking... How many stuff that... Well, yeah, I mean, but I don't know what kind of city Buffalo is. is. I don't know what their income level. I don't know if they're nice. I could totally just tell, though. It's like, well, Buffalo is, in comparison to New York City, a lesser city, but... It's big enough that people know what the fuck Buffalo is. Okay. It's like Cleveland. Cleveland, it, you know, compared to us, because we're from Ohio, it's considered a shitty town. It is considered but a very shitty compared town. compared to, like, I don't know, you know, is it... Akron? Akron? Canton? Canton? <laughs> and, or, you know, and some say even Columbus, which I guess, in terms of just general how big it is. Um, like, no, Columbus has people. more people, but it's sprawling, and that's why. You if go. you count just downtown, I guess Cleveland has more. That's been the argument that Columbus counts all this sprawling land around it as Columbus, Columbus? and they right. keep annexing. And so they've gotten bigger than Cincinnati and Cleveland, but Cincinnati and Cleveland don't count all the sprawling areas around them, so they have, you know. Exactly. But it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's like that. I don't. I fuck know nothing of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I, I just know the Buffalo Bills are from there, and that's literally all I know. And I know it's a city people go to. I know you can't roller skate in a Buffalo herd. Does that have something to do with the city? I could. Yes. I doubt I, it. I think, I think the guy who's the guy who's Roger me? Miller. Roger Miller. I know he's the guy who plays the rooster and in he, Robin Hood. He, yes. In Robin Hood. Which is one of the... One of my dad's favorite singers of all time. Most underrated Disney films. It's a great film. It's a great Disney film. It is. It's a great film and a Disney film. Booyah. Um, Oh. So, uh, but no, I thought it was so weird how time passed so quickly in a half hour. Mm -hmm. And it just... But um, one of of her friends who I I know uh, had literally just yogurt, a banana, and watermelon. Mm. And that was it. Very healthy. She's going to poop, though. Well, so then she'll poop. Then she'll you, definitely be pooping today. All that fruit, fiber, goes right through you. See, I'd rather have fiber and poop. Than, yeah. Because it, it, it's healthy. It's healthy to poop. I know. We've had this discussion before many times where I made fun of your lizard-like pooping ability. But I, I'm not that lizard-like anymore. You know what? I, 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 I never said that. A mutual friend of ours said it. And it made me feel. It made me feel. It made me feel vindicated. Well, I heard uh, because this has come up in discussion many times. I have heard both sides that you should be pooping every day, or no, the lizard thing that I was saying was the more normal. I've heard it both ways. It probably depends on which expert you consult. It's just like when it's like that. The joke that Louis Black says, like first eggs are good. And then they're bad. Right. And then they're good. And they're, yeah. they're fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was so weird because I, I said, I was like, well, honey, why don't we go to Kroger's right across the street? Mm-hmm. I'll go get us some grapes. Mm-hmm. I'll wash them and whatever and get some cheese. It'll be really nice, healthy. And she's like, yeah. oh, I want something from around the area. Mm-hmm. Kroger's is right there. Yeah, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what do you want? 
I don't know. What do you want? I thought that was evident what I mm-hmm. wanted, but apparently that's not what I want. Uh. It's not suitable. And again, she's never clearly saying this. Right. I say this, sweetie, with pure... I'm saying this joking, but no, we've got a Subway sandwich, and I'm sitting there... Subway's good. Subway is actually good. Eat fresh. It's much better for you than, like, McDonald's. Oh, God. Totally. And I honestly, the sandwich we got, um, it wasn't like a meatball or anything. It was a spicy Italian with, you know, a good set of lettuce, some good cheese on there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm just... I was just, you know, yeah. contemplating that, you know, grapes and cheese, it's where it's at. I like grapes and cheese. I don't think I could do that as a meal. That's more of a snack. Oh, dude. Now, if you toss in some summer sausage and some crackers, then you could make a meal out of it. We used to do that in the summer all the time. Like, going we to the zoo or whatever, my mom would bring a cooler with summer sausage, cheese, grapes, and crackers. And it made a great meal. Sausage and crackers. Now, see, together I've had it, but never with cheese and grapes. Yep. I've had it with cheese, grape, sausage. Or wait, no, no. Wait, wait. Strike that. Cheese, sausage, crackers. That's what I was trying to And say. you've had it with sausage, crackers, grapes, and cheese, grapes, crackers, but never all four together. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, that's like blowing my mind. Yeah. The, the weird... Well, the, the, the cheese, summer sausage, and crackers is a good, easy, and it's quick... it's not just sausage, it's summer sausage. Summer sausage, absolutely. You don't want, like, the breakfast sausage. sausage. You don't want fall sausage. No, no, but summer sausage, you slice up, you put it, like, ap- as an appetizer at parties. What, what, what about what about winter sausage? I don't know if there is such a thing. I know this is called no, summer sausage. See again. They you sell summer sausage all sausage. year round. You know so much about fucking sausage. No, I don't. You're apparently new because you're like, I don't think they make one. Well, no, if you're at the you're grocery way store. You're more fucking sausage if you're at cities. If you're at the grocery store, they sell summer sausage. And in the section where they sell summer sausage, which is available all year round, there is not winter, fall, or spring sausage in that section. I have never seen winter sausage. I, I guess well, I don't go to this and it's like, mmm, that summer sausage is looking mighty fine. <laughs> I, I used to kind of go, I like, some, I like some, fine, some of your finest sausage, please. I never said this, like, I want your summer sausage. Well, your summer sausage, it's a type of sausage. I'm well, I get, I get that. I only buy it like once a year. It's not like I buy it all the time. I, you know, I just, I think you, you buy it all the time. You I really love, don't. You love having the sausage in your mouth. I love a big sausage in my mouth. Mmm, so good. Did you see that, Jimmy Kimmel's after the Oscars thing? Yeah. When he had Matt Damon on the green screen? Oh, yeah. And he had him, like, act like, I can't remember what he was having him do. Like, was he saying, like, eat a hot dog or eat, something? Eat, eat, eat a big hot dog. No, uh, I don't even remember, but it basically he was, he made it look like he was sucking a giant cock. Yeah, and he's, like, very funny, Kimmel. He walks yeah. off. I thought it was. I thought it was amusing. Yeah. I didn't like the movie. Movie the movie to be? Yeah. Um, I liked it, but not as much as the first one. I, I, I like the Bradley Cooper thing was sort of funny, and the yeah. Artie Hammer was sort of funny. Um, the And the running gag about John Krasinski as the shrimp. That was amusing. That, it was amusing when they did I the liked origin. the scene where they turned, where he turned into the shrimp. Because it was just so ridiculous. Like, he leans down, and then he comes back up in that stupid costume. Oh, that made me cry. That made me, not in a good way. Like, I, I didn't laugh at that. I was like, oh, I, did. I cringed. You know, I, I thought it was so over-the-top ridiculous, the, it made me laugh. The, the thing with him getting splashed in the face with yeah. acid, and then he got bit by a radioactive shrimp. Yes. And, he, and then his parents got killed. And I was like... Okay. It's like Spider-Man and Batman all rolled and, in the... Uh, who's the guy who got ass in his... Oh, uh, Two-Face, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's a million... Dark, Dark Man, sure. Whatever. Dark Man. I don't know. I thought Dark Man, uh, he, he got caught in an explosion. Well. I have no idea. You should. Now, let me... Okay. Now, you asked... Oh, well, speaking of which, what do you think of the Oscars? 
I, in general, I thought it was better than most years. And here's why. Because, first of all, I love whenever they do musical numbers. Uh, I was so disappointed when they stopped performing all the Oscar-nominated songs every year. Yeah. Um, and this year had so much more musical numbers in it, so of course that tickled me. And I thought Seth MacFarlane did a great job. Uh, I, lo- I did think the opening ran a little long. We needed less with William Shatner and more like bit, bit, bit. But um, if- the boob song was fantastic. Or if they would have just opened with that just immediately, I think what... Yeah, it just went on too long. Right. And but now the boob song, I wish we would have seen more reaction shots of more of the actresses. But other than that, I really liked it. I wish Kate Winslet was there. I, I would, know. I would like to see that. That was... Yeah. And I I was trying to decide if the reaction shots they did show, if they were in the moment or if they were shots from they were, they were some other time. Shot, I think. Or like when they probably... Probably. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, surely they were in on the gag. I think so. Did you read Nikki Fink's review of the Oscars? Oh, Nikki Fink what is... What a bitch. Uh, yeah, she is. She's Nikki Fink. I... I I, I would never go to go to Nikki Fink's website, deadline.com, uh-huh. and look for anything less from a Nikki Fink thing. Is because it's like she hates everybody. She hates herself. Well, I don't normally it. read her, but Matt Mitrovich tweeted like a link to her Oscar review of tvline.com. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't know if he with just like a open face like emoticon, and I didn't know if he was supporting it or not. But I read it, and it was so mean, so mean. That's what she's actually known for. Like she does Ugh. that every year. Like no matter no matter how good they are. Like I think the last time Billy Crystal, what she praised, I think she shit all over him. It's just a thing. She it's it's what she's known for. I remember when Kardashian goes, "Oh my god, I Oof. do stuff," and everyone goes, "It's like you you expect that from him." I read the whole thing because I kept waiting for her to say oh, like one good thing, but I did not appreciate it at all. I was like, "God, I'm so glad I don't read this woman. I would not follow her." She barely, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, when I do read it anymore, she doesn't really, re- or she doesn't seem to report that much anyway. Mm-hmm. As or as much since she officially sold it to whoever she sold it to. But I mean, I, I could be, I could, I'm probably wrong, but I, I just remember because I would, I would see more other people posting on the site mm. than her because it used to be just all her. Okay. And then she got one or two people to help out, and then she just it wasn't really. She doesn't seem to post as much anymore. But I, I but honestly, I've been so busy, I've not really had a chance to. So I'm sorry. What were your favorite parts of the Oscars? No, I, I just I asked a question. You, you did, but it. then you tried to talk, and I jumped over you. So you son of a bitch. I know. Um, no, I I thought McFarlane was okay. McFarlane was a whatever his name is. McFarlane, well, he was okay. I I did feel about halfway through when he did, or maybe maybe because it was so long, it felt like halfway through. I liked the head dan- I liked that stuff of him dancing. Yeah. I just thought that the song. I was like. With how good the boob song was, mm-hmm. I felt that him doing the whole, uh, un, you know, needlessly dancing to random songs that have nothing to do with movies, mm-hmm. besides that they've been used a lot of movies, probably like you know, Hangover or anything involving Vegas, because he's really good at doing the Rat Pat like song. Yeah, yes, yeah. he's a crooner. He's a beautiful voice for he it. Sure does. But since Billy Crystal, we've not had anyone sincerely do a really good. Song parody, like the Emmys, yes, like Conan O'Brien, a few others, Ellen DeGeneres, yes, but not on the Oscars. We've had a mm. really genuinely, really, really, really good movie parody song. Yeah, and I and I was like, if you have such a beautiful voice for that, and it, you're very funny, obviously, because the boob song was pretty good. Oh, it was. Why not 
do something. I don't know. I just felt like I don't know. Maybe it, I don't know if it was them trying not to be what they've done in the past. But like, really, that's usually are the best parts of the Oscar when Billy Crystal did it. Yeah. Like he would come out, make fun of people who've been fucking up all night, and then there was the song in the opening. That was pretty much it. I don't think people really like Billy Crystal beyond that. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I. There's always that war between people like friend of the show Amanda, who think the Oscar should be classy and loves the speeches and everything, and then the people like me who think award shows are stupid and ridiculous. And I just want to see somebody come up there and be funny and entertaining. And so, like, I really liked Seth MacFarlane. The people who are more into the classic version of the Oscars hated Seth MacFarlane. I didn't so, hate him at all. I thought, actually, there were some, some things that he... Matter of fact, I thought the, the Lincoln joke was yeah. very hilarious. Oh, with the John Wilkes Booth thing? Yeah. That, I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. But it was so clever. It was, it was actually... And I loved the Christopher Plummer Sound of Music bit. Oh, well, you know that that was him being very sincere. He hates that song. Well, Christopher Plummer hates being associated with the sound of music. He doesn't like bringing it up. No, right. Right. But I thought that was absolutely awesome that they referenced that with the Nazi running in and everything. I just enjoyed that. No, yeah. I thought that was really good. And Catherine Zeta-Jones looked hot, and she looked a little rusty dancing, but she could still belt it. Uh, Even though that was lip synced. Doesn't matter. She had to have recorded it first. I don't care. And Jennifer Hudson, man... Uh, oh, I know, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I, I would break, I'm sorry, Sarah, I've told you this. I would break up with you and just- For Jennifer Hudson? For Jennifer Hudson. I wait, don't want to- Wait, 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 not, no, Lawrence, Lawrence, not, oh God, no, not Hudson. No, Hudson was the one that belled out. No. Oh, no, that was I so good, dream girl. Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, uh, yes. I don't really like her. Oh. She just, to me, she seems like she would be a bitch in real life. Now, I don't know her. No, I'm not basing this on anything opposite. other than, like, impression from when I see her at award shows and stuff. And maybe she's a really nice girl that just doesn't get into that fanfare, which would make her an even nicer person. But, but see, that, she, yeah. She, but she I don't know. This is, granted, I haven't even seen any of her movies. You haven't seen The Hunger Games? I have not. I haven't read the books either. I really need to. They're on my list. And I haven't seen X-Men First Class. I didn't see Winter's Bone. I know. So... I'm basing this impression on scant glimpses of her on the television. So I really have not seen enough yet to make an informed opinion on her. But my first impression is that she seems like a stuck-up bitch. Oh, God, no. And I apologize I, if that's completely wrong, and I will be happy to retract I, it once I see oh otherwise. Oh, God. Matter of fact, her, her, her thing was very hilarious. Like, her interview on the, on the red carpet after she won the uh, I don't award. Watch, I didn't watch that. I, well, someone posted a clip... Uh, to Christopher Waltz, who I was beyond thrilled won that Again, award. Yeah, I fast-forwarded through, like, all the speeches and stuff. I don't oh, watch man. any well, of that. Well, I was more surprised that he won, because that's yeah. one of those, he should win the award, but it's probably not going to go to him. It's going to go to somebody else. And then he won, and then it was really good. Did you like when Affleck won for Best Director? No, because he wasn't even nominated. Right, but he won for Best Director. You know, he won, Argo won for Best Director. Yeah. Well, I sort of agree with what Fink said about why Spielberg didn't win because, but because they hate honest, Spielberg, they all hate Spielberg, and I've sort of heard that before. From yeah, other, I have too. Yeah, and uh, no, I just, I just feel like Argo would not have won Best Film had they not stubbed him for Best Director, and I haven't seen Argo yet. I'm sure it's great. I'm just saying, looking at the lineup, I felt it would have gone a different direction had they not snubbed Affleck. Yeah, and that was kind of a reaction against it. Well, uh, I have a bunch of... I follow a bunch of people online who mm-hmm. are animators slash mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, the guy who did win Best Director pissed a whole lot of people off. Who won? I can't remember. Ang, Ang Lee. Lee. Yeah, oh, yeah. Life of Pi was amazing. 
And uh, apparently all the people are pissed off at him for the comment he made about Rhythm and Hughes. I didn't watch the speech. See, this is why you should have listened to the speeches. It, nah. The whole thing caused the whole big... Matter of fact, uh, there might not be... Half these movies might not get made because they're going on strike. Because of his comments. Really? Yeah. Because first off, Rhythm and Hughes, I think, won for Life of Pi earlier mm-hmm. in the show. They wouldn't let them finish their speech. It got played off the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, which was so see you missed out on the cute little cue the Jaws cue the Jaws cue which was pretty which is I'm aware of the Jaws cue I, I don't thought, need to watch all the speeches to get oh, that they only happen like once or twice but um, it was really it was I don't know see I I I, you just, I don't know I don't think you can skip any of that stuff because even though mm-hmm. as I sort of agree with you that they are a little ridiculous like. The ones to me are ridiculous are the ones I don't really care anything about, like best foreign film, best whatever. Uh, if there's but. somebody bit, like I watched some of Affleck's speech, but for the most part, I watched the first 10 seconds of Anne Hathaway's speech, and I'm like, Ugh. even though I love oh, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway's was horrible. I know, it's I like was... you gotta stop being surprised after this many wins. No. Uh, or this many, you know. Whatever. Yeah. No, the one, the thing is, is like when we were watching, we were watching Affleck. And he was doing a speech, and he started talking about Jennifer, his wife. Yeah, and that was I, sweet. I thought it was sweet, but, you know, Sarah was like, you know, I'd be pissed if that if I was her. And I'm like, why? And she's like, would you see her? She's pissed at him. And I'm like, I don't think what? she was pissed at him. I, I was like, I think she's trying to be polite. Like, how, well, because I'm going like, I can totally feel for Affleck at this moment, which is, he's doing this speech, he ends with Iran, and he says, speaking of, you know, whatever, I want to thank my wife, you know, and then, and then he, and his brain just goes, I have no idea what I'm saying. Things are just coming out of yeah. my, oh my God, I ended with comparing with Iran. My wife might take it that I've compared oh, it to Iran. And then he continues. His wife would know him well enough right, at this well, point. Right, well, he, he just goes, it was a lot of work to get into Iran or whatever like yeah. that. And just like it is, you know, with my wife who supported me through all this. And he goes, not to say my wife is like Iran. Right. And then that whole comment, and then they do that reaction shot of Lauren, uh, Jennifer, and she's just like, kind of like a smiling, like, what did you say? Like, <laughs> She's probably just laughing at it. I mean, honestly, in that, you they've been together long enough. She has to know who he is oh, and what he would mean by it. I know that, but, so, like, but I, I, but, like, I thought it was funny that, that my girlfriend was sort of just like, she wasn't, she, she just thought I was like, man, I would have not taken that sort of that way. Like, I would mm-hmm. take it sort of maybe, I was like, well, if I was him, I would have realized what I said. I started to backtrack, and what happens when we all backtrack? It's just dig the hole. Dig the hole. (laughs) And I was like, uh, and and also, like, he really probably didn't sincerely thought he'd win because he wasn't playing for best director anyway. And, you know, and also, I mean, honestly, I thought Lincoln was in the bag for not best director because they always screw Spielberg for director. They'll give him best film because I think that happened with Private Ryan. He got best film, but didn't, or maybe it was vice versa. It's always been like that, except for Schindler's List. I thought Life of Pi had a good shot, but. And I'll see, I, at tours in there when Ang Lee won, I was like, oh, it's either it's Life of Pi because it's not going to be Lincoln. That or they're going to do, do, twist it where give it to Lee and then not Lincoln. And then, nope. They didn't, I really want to see Argo, though. I didn't get to see it yet. And I, I'm sure it's going to be great. Argo is fantastic. I mean, based on the subject material, I've seen Ben Affleck's other... Well, I haven't seen Gone Baby Gone, but I love the town. You know? The town was uh, awesome. And he wasn't even in Gone Baby Gone. His baby brother was. Ah... Uh, Casey. Yeah, I'm aware of who his baby brother is. Oh, are you? I am. Are you? Do you like keep tabs on him and you're like, Casey? Yeah, no, but I know who he is and I reckon I, I know some of the stuff he's been in. Oh, okay. I know. If you say his little brother, I know who you're talking about. All right, what about his older brother? He's got an older. Wait, I have heard he has an older brother, Shemino doesn't he? Affleck. What? 
Are you making shit up? I swore I heard he had an older brother, but he, now he I can't remember. He's acting that. No, I didn't think so. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think Matt Damon has another has a brother too or mm-hmm. something like that, but um no. I, I thought, You know Mark Wahlberg has a brother? Yes. He's on NY no. AKA NYPD Blue Two. <laughs> AKA Blue Bloods with Tom Blue Sella. Bloods, yes. Or I'm sorry. Marky Mark! NYPD Blue with uh Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> The stash uh, is back. Tom Selleck returns. I watched the first season of that show. I heard it was actually okay. And, it was, but just, just a cop procedural. That's what's frustrating. Like, the larger arcs, of course, took a backseat because it's CBS and they ruin everything. Yeah, I... Same thing they're going to do with Golden Boy. Yeah. Which but, premiered. Oh, I, 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 I talk about this every time we, we record one, but, mm-hmm. like, I... I am still, like, thoroughly blown away by it. Like, they had a whole episode of Person of Interest where you did not see Finch or no. the man or Jesus and Ben up until 40 minutes into the episode. That's interesting. Well, or in terms of 40 minutes of a full hour, if, mm. which is really, I think, about 30 minutes into the episode. Because each episode is, like, what, 40 minutes long anyway, if you take the commercials out. 42-ish. 42-ish, right. But if you look in the full span, and it started the girl from Life, a.k.a. Fairly Legal, uh, what's her name? She played an operative just like uh, Jesus. I heard did. she was going to be in it. Yeah, no, right. And but I thought like, oh, okay, they're going to show up in the middle. No, cool, right? And they're focusing more on the little, which I, I just I love when shows do that. And so I'm very I'm very ecstatic with what they're doing. Okay, I want them to keep it up. Also, shows that need to keep it up. Elementary. Have you been watching it? Oh god, yeah. Okay, good. It, but they're still doing too much one. All case I haven't watched stuff. the last couple, but the couple right around the Super Bowl were really good. Oh yeah, right around the. But it's like it's like you said in your one review. It's like very obviously they start off with a bunch of hookers dead or whatever. Oh, just for the Super Bowl stuff. For, yeah, for, for the Super Bowl. Audience. Speaking of crime shows, you know what's back tonight? Well, when we're recording this, which, right? You, so it already uh, came back. Right, site. Which which is? Did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. Matter of fact, my review would have gone up on time, hopefully. My review's already up on seat42f.com. Did you... You probably didn't see my review. I have yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me hear what you think first. I'm going to sit back and listen. Okay. Um, well, I'm still a little disappointed they didn't kill Corbin Benson's Henry off. Yep. Spoiler alert. But again, you would have already known because it was out a few days ago. But for those of you saving on your DVR, fuck you anyway. Uh, <laughs> I say that with love. I really don't mean it. Uh, Sound like me telling the audience to fuck off? Yes, but you didn't apologize <laughs> afterwards. You would just let, you would just keep going. I would. I'm right, and that's the because di- yeah, because once someone hears that, I go, "Oh my god, he's gonna <laughs> tell me to fuck off, fuck me." Yeah, and no, I I, I don't mean. So that. I'm a stuck up bitch. You're a bit of a stuck up bitch. It's you're a- you're a bit of a Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Way to go with that note, that gross okay. nonsense attitude. Anyway, sorry. I uh, hey, you're fine. I I loved it, but. They, I, they didn't do what I sort of wanted them to do, which is to kill Henry off. And it's nothing against Corbin Burnson, and I've discussed this before, but I sort of wanted the show to take on a more, especially since it's, you pointed out last time, I think either after we recorded or while we were recording, that the girl Maggie Lawson signed up, is signed for a pilot. Right, so Does they're probably going to film season eight and then be done. Right, and and if that's the case... I think case, they're already filming season eight. Yeah, they're already season eight. Okay. And, and so, to me, that is a bit of a bummer. It is. But I would love for them to have, like, maybe got a serious storyline that went throughout the whole season. Now, with that being said, that's not that's not how Psych operates. It's never how they operated. 
And anytime they really tried super hard to operate with a similar premise, it would they would falter a bit. And it's just because they're trying too hard to have their cake and eat it too. Which it, and it's usually when they've done this before, it's it, it's all centered around Juliet and, and uh, Sean's will they won't they relationship, mm-hmm. yin yang killer. All they that. will. Well, they that yes, they've been together since the beginning of season, well, since the end of season five. I think so. Right. Yeah. So season six, I, I put this in my review, and anytime we talked about, it, I thought season six was almost near perfect. I thought that was a very good season. It was a good season, and because Psych was always a good show, mm-hmm. and I always looked forward to watching it, but I never sat there and say, Psych's, I think, one of the best comedies on television. I would just sit there and go, it's a funny show, you should watch it, and that's where I would sort of, you mm-hmm. know. But last season, I thought they really transcended themselves into being like, you know, just one of the, not the, the best, but I'm talking about like at least top ten comedies on television, to me, because again, there's not a lot of good comedies out there that are consistent, you know, but anyway, I thought, okay, so, um, but it continued that because I thought I was nervous because some shows when they leave at the end of the season, um, very rarely do shows that end on a cliffhanger have the next mm-hmm. episode run for the next season. Right. And so then they have to go back. For, I mean, they even pick up where they shot off last. They don't even shoot the next few minutes of that scene. It's mm-hmm. so, and they might've had a change. They, they might've wanted to kill Henry off and change their minds. You don't know. And I thought, well, either way, I thought, well, it might take him a bit to get back in that groove. No, mm-hmm. it hit the ground running. It was amazingly awesome. Um, and being a fan of the Lethal Weapon films, uh, all because it's called San- Santa Barbara Town 2, Lethal Weapon 5. That's what's on the screener site, but on the official website on IMDb and everything, it's, it's all Barbara just listed as Santa Barbara 2. Um, Santa Barbara Town. Santa two. Barbara Town 2, yeah. I, uh, I did not care for it. What? I thought it was a huge disappointment of an episode. Wow. I, th- I feel quality-wise, it would rank in the middle of the pack as an average psych episode, but what pissed me off is what James Roday was doing was really good, where he was in, he was really trying to... I mean, he was still Sean, where he'd throw off those quips, but they weren't fun anymore. They had that biting edge to it, and yeah. I really liked that. I really liked what he was doing, but... Nobody else played off of him the way they should have, and I think part of that was writing. I feel like the chief sending him after the killer was stupid, ridiculous, completely unprofessional. No chief would have done that, even though it was convenient for the plot, because most shows would, oh, you're going to be in trouble if you go after him. So that was kind of nice that it was fresh, but it didn't work for her character. I thought Gus kept trying to take it out on the investigation, which was stupid considering he's his best friend and this is the time when he needs him the most and the whole everything with Henry in the hospital and that stupid chick showing up I'm like here's where you have the emotional moments no we got this ex crazy girlfriend of his ruin it and I normally love Woody but I thought Woody ruined every scene he was in like Sean's having this great moment with his dad and then Woody walks in with a body bag okay let let, let us ask this yes have you seen any of the Lethal Weapon films yes which ones? I think I've seen the first four. When did the fifth one come out? They had one. They okay. Oh, four. that's why. Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen the first four, but it's probably been since right after the fourth one came out on video. Because they they completely... That entire episode is nothing but a loving nod to Lethal Weapon, which is the way the two bicker with each other, which but is sort they, of what Psych already is. Like but the, the, they kept putting comedy in where it didn't quite belong. Like where? Okay, besides Woody. I will admit the Woody thing was a little off-putting, but by the end of it, it didn't bother me. Like, the opening moment where they yeah. did that, I was like, well, that feels a little but out of But then he did it, like, twice more throughout the episode. Right, because comedy comes in rules. I know. 
Oh, but, I know. But but he's the annoying Joe Pesci character that shows up when you yeah. don't want him to. Uh, you have uh, Riggs and Murtaugh, yeah. black and white guys, which is already psyched to begin with. I know. But then you have the mine bit. Do you remember what the mine was from in Lethal Weapon? The what? The mine. Where they're sitting on the couch. Oh. It's where uh, Danny Glover's sitting on the toilet. Yeah. In the lethal way. And see, I thought that was her. And it fit perfectly with what Psych was, which is, what do they really want? They really want the nachos. And then, oh, and I know. Logic, no, I did logic. chuckle with the jerk chick in nachos. Uh, and, 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 and the I did chuckle like, there. He's like, well, if you get that, if you get yeah. that, Gus, we're going to die. He's like, we're all going to die one day, Sean. And they just yeah. go sit there sincerely think about it. I'm like... That is totally the nachos thing made me chuckle, but I thought Gus was not a consistent character in the episode, and Karen acted poorly, and they ruined Henry's dramatic stuff. Uh, see, I, I don't see, and that's where I, I gave it a solid B. I would give it an A plus because I think that Sean or Psych is not that show. It it's really not, is. but and it will never. It will was. Be. Uh, I mean, that's my thought. Like when I, I, I put this in review, and then like. Corbin Burns and Roby, he's like, look, I think I would love for the show to be what you want, what you're talking about. But what what's really is is that we're all like members of a band. If you take yeah. that away, I'm the bass player. Mm-hmm. And you know how many times did, did George or Ringo really have a song right. by himself? And I'm like, well, I get that, and I don't like. I remember I wrote this really. Actually, I wrote like a giant two page, mm-hmm. I think, but it maybe came off crazy. I'm sure, and I never heard back from him again. God love you, Corbin. <laughs> um, well, and I didn't necessarily but, want him gone, even though that would have been really good for the. But story. That's what I'm saying. Even a dramatic thing like that, if but, that's not what that's not what the show is. But you, but they had the. If they had embraced the comedy completely in the episode, I probably would have overlooked it. But you had those moments where what James Roday was doing so frequently in the episode was out of sync with what else was going on. Oh, see, I disagree with that. I think actually that. That they were not only did they mimic. I liked how he reacted with everybody in terms of. You also got an official because I thought uh, you got the whole Lasseter and and Sean moment, which I thought was very. But nice. I was confused why Lasseter let him go confront the guy on his own instead of helping him. Because make the first arrest. off, it's a weapon parody. That's what always happens. Mm-hmm. And the chief. And here's the other thing too. Shows like this, even when they're parroting the chief moment, mm-hmm. which is. The chief knows that Sean, mm-hmm. and we know this too as movie fans, but normal people, you have to explain this. It takes them a second. Like, it took me almost a second. She goes, I don't want you to go get Oh, him. I get that. Wink, wink. And then I'm like, oh. But they never come around and say it. So for a normal person who doesn't has never seen those movies or anything like that, they go, what is she? Do? I don't get that. But I got it immediately because she was not a, I was like, the way she held him back and was looking at him and moving her head, I was like, she's telling him to go after him. Right. And on the one hand, I'm like, well, yeah, they don't have any leads and he's the one who can find the killer. But on the other hand, she ought to know that's really dangerous to put. Sean, when he's this emotionally unstable into that situation, and it shouldn't have happened. Oh, I... I With I mean, her condoning it, see, like, the way she did. You're looking for logic in a show that has no logic. I mean, I could see if she turned the other way, but actually, like, telling him to go after was too much for me. Oh, man. Now, see, I, 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 I get that, but mm. again, see, like, last season's thoughts of Nick, last season Nick of Psych would have, would have agreed with that. I, I think that after, like, a year off, and Rewatching some of those episodes, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I try to do. I only got like two episodes, sadly. Um, I I think that's not what Psych is, and Psych will never be that up until even in the final episode. I don't think the show. Will no, it'll end with that. a joke. It'll end with Sean and Gus and a joke. Oh, totally. And which I, is how it should end. I'm not saying it shouldn't. Right. I'm just, I, I just think that. Yeah, I don't think that would. Now, I mean, I will I, say this though. Mm-hmm. I, I think I told you this last time, maybe off air. 
but I sincerely even believe it now, which is, first off, fuck Monk. Because that show, as good as I liked that show, as much as I liked Monk... I watched the beginning and the end, not much in the middle. Uh, and you didn't miss anything. I know. <laughs> and that's what pisses me off about, because Tony yeah. Shalhoub was so good at that character, um, and, and everything, all those characters were so good, it's just they had no good story to service them, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. This one, you have... It's just super quirky characters. There really is no story, so mm-hmm. to speak. And I honestly feel that I think Sykes should continue past season eight. But my thought on this is, is that you do it like Matlock. TV is, movies. TV movie. Like, do it once. Do one movie a year, maybe two movies a year. And I'd be okay with that. Piece, and, and, you know, or maybe once every two to three years. And that way, it keeps Psych fans happy. And also... It's quirky enough that, and also, because I think, yeah, because I think we did talk about it at some point, because James Rode would probably go into directing. Yeah. He could, and he's written and directed a lot of those episodes. Yeah, yes. So, I, I think that would be, I think it's a, just a natural progression for the show. And also, again, fuck Monk, because I would not, I would not consider that a high bar for, for that. It's like, it is now the longest running USA Network show. Well, big fucking deal. It's tied with Monkey. It's that, like beat it. That's what I'm saying. I beat know. the fuck I out know. of Monk. That crazy schizo dude. When he's not schizo, but Monk, he's OCD. Monk, if it wasn't for Monk, the door would not have been open for what USA is now. You have to respect uh, it for what it started. I, you have to respect it for the chance it was taken. The only thing that good came out of that entire finale is that goddamn song by uh, Randy Newman. <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> I mean, how many sad song? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could even argue that it helped launch cable series as we know them. I mean, how many cable networks were doing original yes, programming back then? Me on ABC first before they moved it over to. I didn't think so, but I could be wrong. I thought I know at one point. Wikipedia is our friend. Let us consult it. Maybe it did premiere on ABC, but I know at one point they did try it airing it on ABC. I thought they aired reruns on NBC because they, for a while, NBC was running. Isn't it NBC it that has the? They're both Universal, um, and I know they ran like edited episodes of Dexter on CBS. They were trying to put cable stuff on broadcast for a year or two. There was a lot of cable getting rerun. I don't know if you remember that. It didn't work. It didn't work, so they stopped it. But well, my okay. Well, here's the thing, though. If you do that, you need to show it as it airs. You can't cut it up or edit it. And of course, well, Dexter, you had to. Well, right. But well, here's the thing I find interesting is that on cable TV, no cable network like Comedy Central, they don't have to have no cussing, like no f words by a certain time, do they? No, no. uh, Cable is not beholden to the FCC. They do it. Uh, they do it by choice to make their advertisers happy. That's why HBO, Showtime, Stars, Netflix don't worry about that because they don't have advertisers. But USA, Comedy Central, they can air fucking nudity in the middle of the day, but they choose not to because that's not what advertisers want them to do. And I get that. Well, I know Comedy Central, for example... Uh, Sometimes they'll air unedited stuff late at night. Yeah. No, right. And, but and that's their choice. That's not something they have right. to do. Right, and I, I think at that point, you know... I think there needs to be... Nope, it was always USA. Monk was always was. USA. I know at one point, though, it was maybe... It was tied together with ABC and somehow. Maybe I think it's because... They Cobra could have rerun it or something, but okay. yeah. I don't know. Because um, I remember hearing it on ABC before I heard it on USA. Anyway. Huh? Interesting. But no, I, I just really think that, you know, fuck Monk. And no, no offense to anyone who worked on that show, except for the writers, because what the <laughs> fuck is up with that ending? No, no that, that's the thing that pissed me off about that show. Like, it's as you mm-hmm. said. I watched the beginning and I watched the ending and that was it. And literally that's all you had to say because 
You know, did they pepper the judge, a.k.a. Craig T. Nelson, who was amazing in almost anything he does, even shit mm-hmm. stuff. Um, did they pepper him throughout any other episodes? No. He just shows up at the end, and it's like that. It's, it's that good old uh, cop drama show where... The guest stars in it, nine times out of ten, they're probably the killer. Probably. Yeah, and it's just like, really? Craig T. Nelson's the killer. I can tell you right fuck, he's the judge. That's a bunch of horse shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That pissed me off. Make it a goddamn mystery. It's fucking monk for God's sake. Um, we should talk, while we're still on the topic of USA, one of probably USA's best show did their season finale this week. Or last week. Last week. This week. Last week. Whatever. Well, let's see. I... Did I you not watch I, it yet? I didn't like. No, I didn't. You didn't like it. Well, ah, I really liked. I felt it, my, it. It made me feel wanting. See, uh, I had tweeted I that it was a plus great episode, and the creator, um, Aaron, yeah, he, uh, he wrote me back. He tweeted, retweeted me, and said thanks. Not, I it seems like not everybody thought so. And then he mentioned that he used to work in Columbus, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah. Aaron Korsh, I think, is your name. I. It felt too much of a setup, not in a good way. To it felt like a penultimate episode, not a finale. And considering the, the way how good the season was up to that point, see, uh, I I did not I did, I didn't I didn't agree with that. And see, I felt that. And see, this is where you and I will completely. Mm-hmm. I because I'm a something else that probably would have pissed you off, and not just because you would disagree with me, not okay. because it would make actually make you angry, which is. I was kicking and screaming this whole season watching. As a matter of fact, I was like seven episodes behind. I mm-hmm. caught up in one sitting. Um, all my complaints they, they were starting to register was necessary roughness. The last three seasons, last seven episodes, the whole they had football stuff going all throughout it, and they started fo- focusing further away from the case of the week stuff, unless mm. it actually pertained to the football team, which made me. Matter of fact, it became a big thing, which is there is a football player who outed mm-hmm. himself, which is a whole big deal. Yeah. On top of that, that it's the quarterback who's not throwing passes to TK, which is crane, which is crane drama because they have a new running back, which is fucking him up, and he's going through rehab. I was I was surprisingly, and I thought, man, because I was watching the last three episodes on my DVR, and I was like, man, this is this is going to be shitty. I don't want to really watch this. I'm going to look watch Suits first, but get mm-hmm. the bad taste out of your mouth first. Get the good taste, and, you know, finish with that. Yeah was the opposite. I was horribly disappointed in Suits and I actually ended up loving Necessary Roughness and it blew me and I was very... I want to say I am horribly surprised by this. I really am. There were so many good one-on-one scenes in that Suits episode and that's where the show soars. I mean, you got a wonderful Lewis Donna interchange early on. Lewis Donna interchange. But see, that film, You get the mic awesome. finally... Oh no, that was great. And you I, get the mic finally coming clean with Rachel at a point where he had to. You get... Harvey and Jessica, where Jessica let Harvey out of the bag to defeat their enemies and then tried to stuff him back in it. And she couldn't. And that's what's led to this confrontation. And it got to the point where I was like, oh my god, where are they going to go? This episode can't end with them both still working at the same law firm. And then the guy from Game of Thrones bought him, the British guy. Yeah. And Harvey went in and... You know, shook his hand and made you know, nice. and made nice. But I still think like he's not really making nice. He's doing what he has to do for now, and he's still got something up his sleeve. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, and for Jessica to put Mike in that situation where he had to choose her over him, and just the way it all went down, I thought was brilliant. See, and I, and, I, oh, I mean, it made me uncomfortable, and I was so upset when Harvey tried to fire Mike and Jessica did it. But I and then, but then you got to see Mike in that 
vial room, even before Rachel came in with the tears in his eyes, and I was feeling it. I was really feeling it. Oh, I, I was... I was feeling it too, and I was also feeling the amazing TV sex scene between. That was hot. That was, that was really hot. That was really hot because that's another girl. I would. I. I, I Meghan Markle. Yeah, Meghan just Markle. as gorgeous I, in real I, life. I, I, oh, just I as gorgeous. I was twenty, so not even twenty feet, ten feet from her. Oh, man, I hate you. You know what? And could I, it have been nicer? I hate you so much. Could not have been nicer. Twisting the knife now. Oh. Twisting the knife. And she came in with Rick Hoffman, and Rick Hoffman is like my favorite person on that show, Lewis. Oh yeah, no, I know. Oh, yeah. Give him I, the I, Emmy. He needs the fucking Emmy this year. I agree. Year. I agree. Uh, I sincerely know. I know the the thing about him and uh, Donna that I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but. Not because of the tiff of what happened before, but I don't remember them even in season one having that kind of relationship. They, yeah, they so were. I it, to me, it felt a little bit foreign to me. Like it worked. I, I think but it felt like it felt like oh, they're just going back into how they acted before. But that to me, is no, no, I think before. they've grown closer because of what happened. Because of what happened. Because she helped Lewis get back in with Harvey, Harvey. and she could see the type of guy Lewis really is. And I feel like everything that happened... I mean, that scene, it's always going to stick with me. Where after he tears Donna down in the mock courtroom, and then goes in the bathroom, and Harvey confronts him, and he's like so upset. And he's like, you don't understand. You made me do that to that woman. She didn't deserve it. I'm choking up just talking about it. And I think that's why they're like this now, because I think... Maybe Don. I mean, obviously, I don't think he said all that to Donna, but she's got this intuitive personality. She understands yeah. people, and I feel like she got that in the end, like who Lewis is and what how he feels about them. So for me, seeing Donna and Lewis in that wonderful scene where they're like in sync with each other finally was very satisfying payoff after this rough season. Okay, I, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I just. It just felt a little off. It, it felt felt a little, just a little off. And I, I just, it, I really don't know how to put into words why. Because from a story perspective, it really does follow the beats that it should. Mm-hmm. But something about it is off. And I, I, I directly cannot place. I just know that I watched the episode, and besides a few moments here and there, I felt just, I just didn't. Oh, I, was I just loved every minute of it. Surprisingly, I just. It was my fa- It was one of my favorite shows this week. A plus for me. Oh man! So, so yeah, we're reversed I, on the. We are reversed on that. We're reversed on Psych too. I know. We're out of sync. We're out of sync. Like, uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the bridge, and I'm gonna be the, the asshole in this scenario. I'm going to be Lewis, and you can be the girl. But Lewis is so not an asshole. He, you think he is, but he's not. I am the asshole with a heart of gold. <laughs> Two I, other shows I'd like to mention real quick. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, finally, watch Bowser Galactica Blood and Chrome. Very entertaining while watching it because it was action packed. Yeah, but after it's shit of a story though. Well, here's the thing: I they didn't rebuild the sets from Galactica. It looked like they did, but they didn't. Those sets were all torn down and sold for pieces. The entire thing was filmed on green screen, and it was all digitally recreated. Like even most of the extras in the episode were digitally created; they weren't actually people. Oh wow! And it looked amazing. You could not tell it was CGI. You thought it was sets, and it wasn't. Until I got watched the special features on the Blu-ray that I realized and was watching them film it. But because of that, this, more than anything else, was made from programmers and developers' standpoint. And so it served them, it served the action, it served the 
it wasn't at all the Thinking Man show. Like there wasn't much character development. The the religion and politics didn't play a part in it. And so in that I was disappointed. But the effects were so good, it really makes me want more Battlestar Galactica on the air, just not this cast, so that we can use the effects now that they've really honed them. That, and the other thing that pissed me off, is almost every supporting character in it was already in Battlestar Galactica or Caprica as a different character. You and Eric Stoltz? No, Eric Stoltz wasn't in it. Now, the main guy, who the new Adama, the fourth actor they've had play Adama, was not an alumni, but almost every single other person, like, they were like... 20 cast members with lines, and I'd say 16 of them were alumni from Battlestar Galactica and Caprica. And they were all playing different characters. So it really annoyed me. Um, well, that goes into anyone when recasts, you know, especially with Odama. He's such a, a... Well, Odama, I didn't think he was very good, of the, but of the four Odamas. I got the relation of his character to what he was in Caprica when he was a child. Didn't see the connection to the adult Adama that we've seen before. Um, and when they did, during the regular series, they did flashbacks to his pilot days, which is kind of what this is, with a different actor, and he really connected it to the old one. And granted, this was said a little bit before those flashbacks, but I still didn't, it didn't gel. But I was more upset that John Piper Ferguson from Brothers and Sisters and stuff, sure. who had a major role on Caprica as, like, the, um, opponent, the other developer that would go against Eric Stoltz, yeah. plays, like, this engineer living in a cave on a snow planet, this goofy, crazy guy. And I'm like, you can't... And he was in, like, a good chunk of the thing. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't take the same actors. I mean, if it was the same characters recast, that's one thing. These are the same actors in different characters. Yeah, very rarely can shows pull that off. No, and they did not. And granted, it's none of the main characters. MASH did it. MASH brought another actor back as a different character. Colonel Potter. Oh, Colonel Potter, you're right. Colonel they did. Colonel Potter. Um, but that was like a one-shot. I mean, some of these Battlestar people are reoccurring players. Well, that's happening a lot. Like, uh, matter of fact, because I, I was... Doctor Who, Amy made an appearance. But again, it was a one-shot. It wasn't... Right. No, right. And that's what I was saying. It's happened before. Granted, they're one-shots, but still. But you do a six or seven episode arc, you can't come back as somebody else. Well, what about some of the Star Trek movies? They've had people who play, like, uh, like Worf. Worf played his own grandfather. So oh, that worked. Oh, shut up. That was his that, grandfather. That is a lame reasoning. That was his I grandfather. Exactly. And, and Brett Spiner has played six different characters related to da- Data, so they all are related, so they all count. Oh, yeah. oh and the other show I want to mention yes, that's yes. been having a stellar season has never been better is the ninth season of Grey's Anatomy. The plot where all the, like, five of the main doctors quit and tried to buy the hospital and the hospital's almost going under, it had me in tears, too. It's been really, really good. That's all I'm going to say, because I know you hate the show. I don't hate it. I just strongly dislike it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, Although I was really pissed to learn today that Kyler Lee's been cast in a pilot. Who? Kyler Lee, um, the hot girl from Not Another Teen Movie. She was Meredith's little sister in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, the one who died last year. Yeah. She died so she could spend more time with her family, because the TV schedule was too hectic and whatever for her, and now she's just been cast a new pilot. If you're going to be on fucking TV... Stan fucking Gray's bitch. No, I love her. I don't mean to call her a bitch. It just it upset me. I mean, it's been a whole year. Maybe she, you know, rethought priorities. There could be any number of reasons. I don't know. It just pissed me off because I miss Lexi on the show. And how do you think that relates to your mother? It doesn't at all. I don't know. It just felt like a very psychiatrist thing to say because, it, like, you're just Did unbridled you? rage. I was just oh shit. Who was I? 
reading about some actors married to Sigmund Freud's like granddaughter or something. Oh, it's, uh, no, no, you didn't read it. Well, you read it, but on a TV show. You read it on The Walking Dead or Talking Dead. Oh, the more, talking that they were talking about. They, yes, they talked about it. They mentioned it in their little trivia facts. Ah, David Morrissey, who plays the governor. The governor is married to Sig Fro- or Sigmund Freud's granddaughter, great, or great granddaughter. One of the other. Yeah, it's one of those great, great. Ah, yeah. okay. Walking Dead. Because they, they, they were talking about how uh, getting into the head yeah. of, the, of, yeah. of the governor, and he and he got, and he should know something about that because he's. How old do you think Emily Kinney is that plays Beth on The Walking Dead? Who's oh the girl? The yeah, she's like girl. a fifteen-year-old character. Oh, I think she's about twenty-eight. She's twenty-seven. Could not believe it. I swore I thought she was a teenager. Oh my god! Like half the teenagers you see on TV. Are I like understand that, but she—I was watching her on Talking Dead too, and I was—and she was talking about she's got a show where she's singing, and I'm like, but she's so young. Is she like a music person too? And then I looked her up online. I was like, I can't believe she's twenty-seven. She looks like a kid. That's me tisking. Jimmy. Whatever. I, I no no I. She does look very young. And uh, by the way, what are you what are you even thinking about Walking Dead? I mean, do you still the last week like the last episodes? Uh, the this week's episode I really liked because there were a lot of good one on one scenes, just like suits. Yeah. Um, you know, Andrea and the governor, Andrea and Rick, all these little bits. Uh, the first episode back, I was a little underwhelmed. Second episode, I continued to be underwhelmed until they had the shootout, which I didn't expect this early. Right. And then this episode, I thought was good. I I did like it. I honestly think they're going to spend the. I, I have this fear that they're going to make the prison two seasons. I don't think so. I think we're too close to the showdown, or, or it's or it's just it's speeding up. There's one. I don't know if there's talk of taking Rick's hand, which they, which honestly, I think that I don't think AMC would. I don't think AMC would allow it. I don't know. I don't. I feel like they're. Um, I mean, there's five episodes left, and I really think they're gearing up to the big showdown. I don't think they're going to stretch it out another season. Okay, because in the in the books, this mm-hmm. is not, you know, no, no the books have lasted like forty. Issues, right? But in terms, but of, they've in terms already of made it. Events that happen. They've already kind of Rick, made it more than halfway. It's Rick and who else goes back? Well, it's Michonne Rick, go Rick, back. Michonne, and Glenn. But I felt like they did that when it was Glenn, Maggie, and Michonne earlier. Like when they had the little attack thing, I felt like that was their version of that. Because okay. clearly they don't follow the plots very often, and that was like halfway through. So I feel like we're at the point where they're ramping up for the final showdown. Right. So. Hi. Hello. So. I think on that note, I think it would be a good... I think good time to end the podcast. Yeah, good time to end the podcast. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the fuck is that?